When despair for the world grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives may be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water, and the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things, who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the presence of still water, and I feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. For a time I rest in the grace of the world and am free. That is one of my most favorite poems, The Peace of Wild Things by Wendell Berry. Perhaps it is one of your favorites as well. My name is Angela Martin, and I am an ordained elder in the North Alabama Conference of the United Methodist Church. And today I want to speak a word about peace and praying for peace. I love Barry's poem because it evokes such a feeling of freedom and letting go. And for so many years, it was much easier For me to imagine the peace that was available to wild things rather than to myself. I've always thought of myself as a peace-loving person. The Myers-Briggs assessment says that I am an introvert. It wasn't a surprise when I took the Enneagram and it showed that I was a nine, which carries with it uh, the label uh, peacemaker. I could also see myself in Gallup's Living Your Strengths assessment, which said that four of my top five strengths are connectedness, includer, empathy, and harmony. I recognized myself in those labels, but there were also times when I didn't feel connected or in harmony or at peace. Thankfully, I happened upon a meme on social media thank goodness for memes, Uh, a quote by Angie Lichtenstein, which says, there is a difference between a peacekeeper and a peacemaker. Peacekeepers don't care about resolving anything. They just want the noise to stop. In order to be a peacemaker, you actually have to confront the issue, deal with it, and try to broker peace in the midst of it. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. And there it was. All my life, I had been using the terms peacekeeper and peacemaker as interchangeable, never giving thought to the difference between the two or even that there was a difference. More often than not, I had been keeping the peace instead of making it. Certainly, there are situations when we must keep the peace. For example, in parenting, it is necessary to keep the peace at times. And I'm sure you can name other examples when peacekeeping is necessary. For me personally, being a peacekeeper meant tiptoeing around the feelings of others, leaving the decisions to everyone else, not being honest about my true feelings, and most of the time not even sharing my thoughts and feelings, especially if they differed from those uh, around me. 
There are moments when we must give of ourselves sacrificially. We hold back to make it easier for others. We bend to the wishes and needs of others as a way of giving and serving. But if we always approach disagreements or tensions or conflict that way, we end up not only sacrificing for others, but we sacrifice part of who we are and we give up our own inward peace. One of the lessons we learn from the book, The Anatomy of Peace, published by the Arbinger Institute, is that your and my and the world's hoped-for outward peace depends most fully not on the peace we seek without, but on the peace we establish within. When we are honest with ourselves and others about our true opinions and feelings, when we are courageous and vulnerable enough to share, that creates a harmony within us that makes peace. We can't be afraid of disagreement. We can disagree with love and grace and respect. We can confront the issues of conflict with honest and genuine vulnerability, and hopefully reconciliation will be the result. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. The message translation puts it like this, You are blessed when you can show people how to cooperate instead of compete or fight. That's when you discover who you really are and your place in God's family. This is what Jesus modeled with his own life. Jesus, who was the Prince of Peace, did not walk the earth only making everyone feel good and assured of who they were. He faced the untruths, the tensions, and the conflicts head on, and he did so through the power of who he genuinely was and is. And so, as we pray for peace this week, let us pray that we will be peacemakers, not peacekeepers only. Let us pray that we will take to heart the words of the hymn by Cy Miller and Jill Jackson, Let there be peace on earth, and let it begin with me. Let us pray that we will have the courage to be peacemakers, not shying away from necessary conflicts and conversations. Let us pray for the ability to share honestly with one another, thereby avoiding just keeping the peace. And let us pray that we will be good listeners when others share themselves with us. Let us pray that we will strive for inward peace of self so that outward peace may more easily be achieved. Let us pray for peace through reconciliation and that we will have the means to broker reconciliation. More than anything, let us pray that Christ, the Prince of Peace, will be our model and guide. 
May God, in God's great mercy and love, hear our prayer. Amen.